welcome to Autism in the Adult podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Teresa Regan, an adult neuropsychologist. I specialize in brain behavior relationships for those 14 and older. I'm the parent of an amazing teen on the autism spectrum and a certified autism specialist. I am deeply grateful to bring validation, hope, and purpose to individuals and their families living on the autism spectrum. With this mission at its core, I founded and currently direct the OSF Healthcare Adult Diagnostic Autism Center in Central Illinois. My books include Understanding Autism in Adults and Aging Adults and Understanding Autistic Behaviors. For more information and to join my online community for free, visit www.adultandgeriatricautism.com. Please join me in helping individuals, couples, and families thrive while living life on the autism spectrum. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today we're going to talk about goal setting in autism and why many times people are on the wrong track with setting goals to shift behavior or to improve relationships. Let's think about how we often make goals. Most often, we identify the problem and we verbalize that. So maybe somebody tells you it's a problem that you are falling short in this area. Then a lot of times people will reason. They will give you reasons that it's important to really improve this area of your life. Thirdly, they'll kind of monitor whether you're making improvements in that area. They'll repeat themselves about your need for improvement. They'll talk again about why it's important that you improve. And then if there's not improvement, sometimes there's some type of consequence. So let's take an example that's pretty common. So let's say you are parenting an adolescent who has a curfew. And gosh, they'd really like to spend more time with their friends. They are really socially engaged uh, during their high school years. And they have been pushing and pushing this curfew back. So it's really appropriate, of course, to say, hey, this curfew is important. You've been missing it, and we really need you to hit this curfew. Then explaining why the curfew is important. You can talk about safety, parental expectations, different reasons that it makes sense, that it's meaningful, and this is why this is the rule of the house. And then, of course, you will set some type of consequence if the curfew is not hit. But let's switch the example to someone with autistic characteristics, and people around them would like the characteristics to be different. Let's take the example of a wife who would like her husband to pay more attention to her emotional needs. Let's take the example that she and her husband are at an event and she gets a call that her mother has been rushed to the hospital for a medical emergency. Her husband is very appropriate and concerned and she asks him specifically Would you do such and such while I run to the hospital? He's very willing to do that. He does that. And then over the course of the next few months, the hospitalization is extended 
with rehabilitation and just lots of emotional and physical strain. The wife really would love for her husband to keep supporting her during this process. He was so accommodating when she first asked him to do something, but now he seems to not even really be aware that this is going on, that it's obviously a strain for her, that she could use support. And so he really doesn't check in with her. He doesn't offer to do things. And this is really uh, upsetting for her. Now, this gentleman is on the autism spectrum. Perhaps he's diagnosed, perhaps he isn't. But let's look at the way this model of shifting behavior would work in this situation. Let's say she said to him, hey, I really need you to be attentive to what I need in this situation. We're partners. You're my husband. You're supposed to be really in this with me. And so I need you to be here for me. I need you to show up in this difficult situation. So she's identified what's missing, the reasons that she needs him, that this is difficult for her because they're married. She needs him to show up. And he agrees that he wants to be there. He agrees with the feedback. And yet nothing changes. And so she repeats, I told you this is what I need. I need you to be connected. I need you to be supportive. And he agrees, I want to be supportive. But he seems to flounder in doing that. And so Rather than a punishment, as in the case of the curfew, there is the consequence of her being more cold, more distant, more upset, and more quickly irritable in interactions with him. He ends up feeling that strain, but he doesn't know what to do. And so there's this growing tension in the marital relationship. So why didn't that model work? in the context of autism. Well, autism is a neurologic condition. It's a physical condition. It has to do with the way that the brain developed and the connections, the pathways, the way that the brain works and is able to work. And just like someone who may have a brain that struggles with reading and they have dyslexia, The individual on the spectrum has a brain that struggles to process social information, to be flexible in interactions with others, to process sensory information from the environment, etc. So here she is asking him to change a behavior that is rooted in a physical processing issue, a neurologic brain-based issue. And she doesn't have a good awareness of this. And so she keeps using strategies that require him to have that processing ability. Let's take another example. Let's say that someone is colorblind and we identify the problem. The problem is, gosh, you are not identifying colors correctly. And so maybe we give this person a lecture about color hues and how the color system works. Maybe we ask them to practice 
identifying colors at home to really, quote, work on this issue. Maybe we explain why it's important in real life. It's really good to know what colors you're wearing. If you're working on a project and things are color-coded, you're going to need to know that. And so there's this repetitive kind of, okay, you're not getting your colors. This is important. We've talked about it before. Well, if the individual is colorblind, that's really an inappropriate expectation, right? So they're asking the individual uh, to do something their eyes are not able to perceive. Even though it would be nice if this individual could perceive colors, telling them and talking to them and reminding them and giving consequences doesn't change the physical structure of the eye itself. You can imagine, too, an Alzheimer's disease. Let's say we identify that memory is a problem. And we say, hey, you're not remembering things. That's a real problem. We need you to improve in that area. And let me tell you why memory is important. And so we go through this whole verbal explanation and really emphasizing the importance of remembering things. Well, you can see, again, if the brain can't remember things, the lecture is really for naught. The person may agree with you, yes, memory is important. I do want to do better in that area. But they're not capable of doing it. Their brain is not physically able to process that information and accomplish what we're asking. So one of the things we really want to understand is that this is one of the reasons that identifying autism makes a difference. If someone is not relationally attuned because they really don't care about the other person, maybe they're interested in somebody else, maybe they're tired of the relationship, that's one thing. We can work on discussing whether the person's really engaged. Maybe they want to leave. That's a psychological issue. But in the case of autism, once we have that diagnosis, all these goals and expectations should shift with the understanding that there is a physical limitation to the amount of processing of emotional and social information that this person is able to do. A very common statement that I hear when people say, should I seek an autism diagnosis, is the statement that, well, I don't think it would make any difference anyway. But it really does. We need to know if behavioral patterns, and that's what autism is, if these things are volitional, if they're rooted in psychological dynamics, or if they're physically based. That changes our whole approach, our whole expectation, um, all of our expectations, and our goals. So let's say that this wife now realizes they've gotten a diagnosis, her husband is on the autism spectrum. What happens is that many of these individuals will say, I can really tell in my relationship if my partner's emotions have gone south, like if something bad emotionally is happening, But I can't always tell what it is, and I for sure can't tell what my role should be. 
So in this case, he is there for her, but he needs her to say, I am feeling emotionally and physically exhausted. What I need from you is X, Y, Z. In the case of autism, it's not that nothing can be improved just because it's physically based. We know that we can have some influence to a better outcome. Sometimes that means teaching some tricks of the trade. For example, he might be able to learn to check in with her and say, what do you need today? Just as a memorized comment. But what we really focus on in the case of autism are strategies rather than repetition, telling someone that they're not meeting expectations and they must do better. So repetition and consequences isn't going to change the structure of the brain. We cannot have a goal that someone who is on the spectrum not be on the spectrum just because we repeat our expectations We reason with them and we give them consequences. What we want to do instead is to know that this is a neurologic weakness for the individual. What strategy could they use? What strategy could we use to really communicate better, to make sure the relationship is getting the attention that it needs, and to put some strategies in place for people to get their needs met? That's one of the reasons that having a diagnosis matters. It changes the whole structure of the expectation and the manner in which we try to work toward shifting toward a better outcome. Thanks for joining me today. 